Hello, and welcome to the Uplifting Content Podcast. I'm your host and the founder of Uplifting Content, Ioni Butler. And in each episode, I'll be speaking to a special guest about a topic that matters. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. I'm Ioni Butler, and this is Donnie Epstein. (laughs) I'm very, very sorry. We are about 25 minutes late getting this Facebook Live started. Technical difficulties, but I promise you it will be worth it. It's the timing is perfect because whatever it is cosmically had to happen, this is the time it had to happen. Yeah, and it's good for me to kind of let go of my wanting to control and like being bothered by everything. And you're right, it's it's what's happened, happened. And the stressing out about it, it achieves nothing. You well, know? As long as you're in here like that, you'll always be stressed out because you belong to the universe. You belong to the divine heart. So Donnie just worked on me and um, he was talking about how I kind of live and experience everything in here. Um, and there's things are never going to work out when I do them in there. I need to be out here. Um, and that was, so yeah, we can go into that. Yeah, too. I actually had you put your hand on your heart like that. And, and then said, what's true. You said nothing. Mm. Like it instantly went to love. Yeah. So you're not going to find love here. You're going to find love there. So you go where it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I go where it works. I go I, where it works. I go where the energy is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't try to fix what's broken. I try to advance what's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hello, Leo. Hello, Joshua. Hello, Beth. Lovely to see you all. Um, okay. So to get going, um, we've, I've spoken to you before and we talked a little bit about your work because I was at the gate and I've been lucky enough to go back again. I was there last month. Um, I would like to know a little bit about you, your journey and how you came to be where you are today. Um, just to share a bit of that story because the work you're doing is incredible and this is what we see now. But what was the journey here? Well, I never know when the journey starts. Mm, the beginning that's, of time. The beginning of existence. That's exactly. It is, is that? Without any and, of that, you, you wouldn't know, be and here. And you know when it ends. Okay. No, I don't when does it end. Because the impact still happens. Right, right. So what I can say is parts that I recall, parts that I found most impactful thing there, and to say, well, you don't know when it started. You know, so, well, I'll give you an example. I chose to go to chiropractic college. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect to do that. I was in college. I was going to go for a PhD in physiotherapy. Why? Well, I was in grand science in school. I was great. At, my art index was great. Uh, I was rather intuitive, empathic. And they had a program at New York University. And they apply when you're a junior. They didn't have enough students in the class. If you get a, agreed to be the master's PhD program doing research, then they would be accepting people who might not have had the highest grades at that time. So what wound up happening is I realized that I wanted to do research because I believe the nervous system worked differently than people thought. I thought it was a holographic system. And I said, wow, that's pretty interesting. Now, I didn't know at that time that my father's father was stabbed in the back and paralyzed when someone thought he was a scare worker for the union when he wasn't. Mm. So I realized that, wow, later on, I said, wow, maybe my desire to help spinal rehabilitation research came from unconscious knowledge to help resolve what happened to my grandfather who died when I was just a few months old. Mm. So these are forces I didn't know. So I'm walking down uh, the street to put a money order to New York University in the mailbox. Okay. 
And just as I did that, my father came running down the street the other direction. He never was off from work on a Monday. He took off that Monday. And he went to the shopping mall that opened up. They just happened to open up at special sales then. So what wound up happening is he's running down the street like this. And he goes, Donsela, Donsela. So he called me Donsela, Donsela, Donsela. You see, in Yiddish, you put Allah at the end of the name, which I found funny because the Jewish people have Allah. Yeah, And that's the name of the human. But he called Donsela would be a girl. So Donsela would be a boy. So he called Donsela, Donsela. No, 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 no. And I said, what are you doing? I'm ready to put them up. I'm opening the mailbox. He goes, no. So I stop. He's out of breath. He says, don't mail it. You're not going to be a chiropractor. I said, no. He said, no. No, you're not, you're not going to be a physical therapist. I said, no. Why not? He said, I just met a cousin of yours. I haven't seen him in 30 years. At the shopping mall here. He lives in New Jersey. He was here. I said, tell me more. And he takes the envelope for me, and he tears the check up. He said, you're not going to use it. Mm. What? Why? Well, I met your cousin. This is Dr. Arthur Pine. Poo, 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 poo. He used to be, uh, no, doc, Dr. Arthur Pincus. Uh, Dr. Arthur Pine. He goes, poo, 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 poo. He used to be Archie Pincus. But now he's a doctor. He changed his name. Doctor. And his son is also a chiropractor. And they said, if you're interested in novel ways of seeing the nervous system, and mm. what regulates everything in a person's life, including the way you think, you got to go to school for that. It's the hottest thing around. Mm. Now, besides which, they happened to be on the missions committee, and they moved to a bigger campus, and then I gave as many students they thought. Mm. So even you could get it at that time. Thanks, Dad. So I said, thanks, Dad. Okay. <laughs> Love your support. Okay. <laughs> right. so thank you. So uh, what happened is, is in the earliest story of that is that I had uh, petite malepsilepsy and grand malepsilepsy as a child with visual, auditory, and kinesthetic hallucinations. My normal seeing was the energy between everything. Mm. And I would drug to stop that. So I had difficulty in school because I was in such medication, so mm. drugged. So that's what happened. So the idea is that you're not smart is because I was drugged at the time mm -hmm. that way. And so now I decided I'm going to do that. So I meet with the cousin. He tells me all this research and things, gives some book, books to read. And I apply to cover to college. Mm -hmm. So did the story start there? What did the hunger start with my grandfather being there? Or my father in the same lineage saying, you're going to do this? Mm. So, you know, take a look at where did it start. Mm -hmm. Then I went to chiropractic college. And what inspired me was the principle that I started mm. with is universal intelligence and everything, mm. a vibrational wisdom. And if it comes through the spine without tension, then the spine, the message of the universe is conveyed perfectly through the body in his organizational state, physically, emotionally, socially, spiritually, and all levels. So universal, universal intelligence is there. We in block everything. it somehow. Because if the spinal system is stretched, the nerves can't carry the vibration properly. Whatever they innovate will enliven, the form is changed. Mm -hmm. now, really recent research shows that the nervous system doesn't convey electrical signals predominantly. It's vibrational acoustic waves. So they say we found in the research we did a new network, it's a vibrational information wave that goes to the system. Mm. So the original principle is right. So now the journey, the journey really was about the fact that I already was able to see between the worlds my normal seeing. And I knew what I What did you see or what do you see? I see everything as energy. I don't see the form. So like my face, for example, 
doesn't look like how I would see it in the mirror or well, in the picture. I've learned to do that. But before, if I, if was... I really relax, I see you as part of me, part of the whole. It's like it's like the fabric. I take this. Mm-hmm. There's a fabric here of the universe. I'm looking out from the threads and the fabric and everything. So it's like lines and waves uh, and colors and right. moving energy. Yeah. And I, I noticed that, for example, before you speak, I sense in the field that I am part of, this energy field, it's like a sonar, ping, ping. I feel how I'm responding to I know the language of it. Mm. I know that means this. I know it means this emotion, this thought. Sometimes it's like flashing equations that happen in rapidly. Mm. And so my normal scene, the way I assume it is, I, there's no... It's a it's a novel thing in the world here. Mm. Is that my normal seeing or my usual seeing is what I experience seeing things before the form manifests the primary reality. Wow, which is terrifying as a kid. I yeah, yeah. But now, but I've learned this, and now it's the greatest gift because mm-hmm. I learned to take that, and then what do I know? I sense something, and I see. Well, what shows up in the world that matches that? What do you say that matches that? Mm. So that. I have in the background is this knowingness. Mm-hmm. And then I have to say in this four-dimensional time, uh, height with depth and volume and, 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 and time, how does it match reality here? And, and then I, so what I'm really doing, what I really need to do, this is part of the answer. And I didn't know this. Mm. I just finally realized this when I went to visit Facebook and realized that they were talking about hacking codes is a great thing. And I thought hacking besides a cough means you're stealing something. It's not good. <laughs> and I realized that as we're doing for over three decades, I've been hacking the codes between the fields or the cloud of all of consciousness and physiology and reality. Mm. And helping install different codes that produce different options. Mm. And that's what I do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On all any areas. And I focused at first in healing. And I moved into living. I realized the same principles of how we organize from the dust and we stay alive with unique nature is the way relationships do and businesses and everything else. Mm-hmm. And there, there, right now there are people who are, who are epi performance calls, uh, trainers or coaches who work in the, in, in the organizations or actually even working with political parties and different people in the world helping create alliances that before wouldn't happen because mm-hmm. the energy of coherence brings things together. Mm-hmm. It's physical body. It's all there. So, getting back to answer the question, mm-hmm. uh, there are many stories that happened. And the first thing was understanding that there's universal wisdom in everything, keeping it alive. Everything needs energy. Everything is energy. Everything. Mm-hmm. Energy moves matter. Mm-hmm. As long as we have energy moving, the matter of a body it brings its life. When energy drops out. That's it. Because everything is energy and information. I'm information. You're information. A glass is information. A table, a computer, information. With energy, is manifest. Without energy, it collapses. So you don't put energy into a relationship, it dies. When you do business, it dies. I'm sure you've been with people who had great potential, guys, mm-hmm. okay? Lots of energy, lots of information, but no energy. So in order to manifest information as reality, you need energy. Mm-hmm. And I've studied different types of energy that show up. The types of consciousness and how it manifests in everything in the world is that. If you have a low level of energy, then things break down. A higher level, they're comfortable and you're working on it. Mm-hmm. Even more, effortlessly manifest, even more, this is spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. So the amount of energy you have available to you as you observe something determines 
Very not what you observe, but how you affect it. So you have an observer observing reality. When you wake up and realize it is me observing this, mm-hmm. there's no stress. Because the stress is when you think your life is a reality. Life equals my circumstance. How are you doing? Well, you don't know. I couldn't get a line before and it's kind of messed up. You don't know. I don't know. I lost it. You know, and I have a relationship. I didn't ask, but ask, how do you do it? Mm. So when we're in a low energy state, we think we're our circumstance. And like a yeah. leaf in the wind. If we change our circumstance, we'll be happy. If we change our circumstance, that doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, when things go great, you realize it's me, observer. Who is that saying that? Do I want to say this? this is the best thing? Mm. When you realize you have an observer, everything changes. This is the magic. This is the magic. And this is behind the scenes. I wasn't able to articulate it, but I knew this mm. as I observed people and what's happening, which will answer some questions to your story. That the observer observes something. The amount of energy that the observer has when they observe changes what you observe. Mm. So, so here's a quick question. Why do, and correct me if I'm wrong, do you think most, are most people living in a lower level of state in the world? Yeah. And why is that? And how can we observe from this higher state? Well, first we have to claim it. You see, if ordinary experiencing leads to ordinary experience, ordinary life. Extraordinary experience leads to extraordinary life. But most people do everything they can to stop extraordinary, to go back to the word. I never felt this before. This is strange. You have a great opportunity. I don't know if I can handle that. Most people, unless you choose a different level of energy, you go to a basic level, you can unconsciously function. You don't have to ask the big questions. You have too much stability. So, because we were talking about this earlier, what is the way that you, so like you choose the things? So I'm like, I choose this different energy. Actually, I feel better now. I just, even I just did that. That's all it is. Well, I choose it. Well, okay. Well, the question is, what is the compelling benefit of choosing it? And what is mm-hmm. the wound of not having it? Yeah, I mean. What, what you, can't, you can't choose it unless, you'll never choose anything unless it's compelling benefit that while thinking about it energizes you. What is romance? What is, what is seduction? Mm-hmm. You're in massive instability and fear. And at the same time, you hold the vision for something better between you and, not about you, but you and someone else. If you choose, you're not going to choose. You have to choose how it's going to impact others because the energy is between us. Mm-hmm. So I choose this so that I can make a difference in the world. I choose this, this. And see what happens when you choose it and what's the benefit for you and for others. When you focus on a bigger circle, mm. there's more energy. Mm. Small circle, less energy. So it's that simple. And once you choose that, another thing is you have to ask different questions. Mm. Instead of, is it right or wrong, good or bad? Will it be liked? And how do I optimize this? Or how do I show more love? Or ask a question that requires you to be different. Mm. Yeah. So getting back to this, working with one particular person that made a really big difference here is this woman came into my office. And she would sit with her hands like this and rock like this and talk to me. Mm. She had rheumatoid arthritis and systemic lupus erythematosus, two autoimmune diseases. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't really move her hands more than this. She was a social worker. And I felt her spine. I said, what happened about 16, 16 and a half years ago, maybe 17 years ago in your life that may have brought shame? In those days, 1980s, I wouldn't have talked about sexual abuse. It was not even part of the conversation. You wouldn't have? It was not part of the conversation. No one even spoke about it. Why? It was not in the culture. But you like knew that that was impacting people and was a cause of things, right? A professional would very rarely talk about unless they were a therapist. Mm, okay. Just when that happened. It mm-hmm. was not there. Okay. There. Just like, just remember, in the 1960s, we first had the first husband and wife sleeping in a bed on television together. Mm, yeah. Okay. You can't talk about toilet paper. 
You couldn't talk about uh, uh, tampons. If you wanted to have a condom, you had to go in div- into the store and ask the, and ask the actual pharmacist because they couldn't display it. Mm. So it's a different culture. Mm-hmm. I understand this. You know? Do you know who the first interracial kiss was? It was in like the 60s or something? Kirk and O'Hara in Star Trek. Aww. One second, we'll give <laughs> Look, and then now we just do it and no one cares. <laughs> okay, okay. So now we have to work it into species now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Okay. People have the dogs lick them, right? Okay. So, so what, well, this is what happened. So, so I think of this woman and I have, I ask people questions. Tell me how you got the way you are. If you're ill, why are you ill? You're well, what are the forces that helped you, working towards you? What's the force going against you? Because never about a condition of things. It's always about one's life. Mm. There's really no consistent relationship between a person having chronic symptoms of disease and actually the condition itself. It's always about the person's life. Okay. And there's very little relationship between treatment of the disease and a person being well. Right. There's a relationship between restoring symptoms going back to where we were before but well being well means you have a greater meaning you have experienced life differently you're better than you were before right okay that's different so i felt the spine i felt that the spine had its tension pattern that very often took between 16 70 years to develop how do you know after examining enough people had a loss of a loved one a trauma or a rape and i, I assumed that the anatomy was carried carrying the history right once i made that assumption i could feel it i could sense it i felt this. I was also an art history major, and I could feel her body curled in, and I know that it would be shame. Mm. So I asked the question in that way. She said, nothing happened. And I went to take care of her, and I put a very gentle touch, just like about that on the neck, just to get the brain to, to observe the body and say, hey, can you organize differently? It's mm. like pushing a, uh, the icon on a computer. And she jumped off my adjustment table, jumped onto the floor, was punching me, started gagging like she couldn't breathe, was turning blue, vomited all over the place, was cursing and punching me. I ran out of the room. She was screaming hysterically like someone was attacking her. My receptionist said, what happened? What did you do to her? She looked at you. My face was cracked. I had a shyness trying to develop a black eye that coming up there. And um, all I could think of is the fact that I had high piles shag carpeting how is he going to clean the puke out of a cup? That's what's, I was in my 20s. That's a, okay. Different priorities. But I said, crazy bitch, I thought. Rather than saying something important is happening, yeah. it's too painful for me to admit that either. Right. Okay. Also, the also pattern is I had a similar thing happen in my life there, so I was always sensitive to it. I want to deal with it. Okay. So, well, I had to go But back. you had a similar thing to the thing that she'd experienced, but she yeah. hadn't said anything to you yet at this she point. She didn't have to. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. If someone's body is in this position, they don't look at you and they rock, you know they probably had shame. There's probably something going on. Mm-hmm. The way a tail was tipped under a body and the energy was not moving the pelvis, probably sexual abuse. Mm. And that would be my pattern because you see enough people like that. Right. So, and I felt that energy. Mm-hmm. So I, I spoke to her and, and uh, walked in the room and she's, and I was afraid to go in the room. I won't get punched again. Mm. And she's open her hands. Thank you. Mm. In today's vernacular, WTF, like, mm. what's going on? Thank you, thank you. And there's puke on her, the carpet, everything. She came in a couple of days later and told me she had just remembered that her stepfather raped her 16 and a half years ago. Mm. She didn't remember it. Mm-hmm. 
So I took care of a few visits later, and the most infectious little girl laugh, mm. sweet, innocent laugh. And I said, what's going on? So I forgive him. So mm. my stepfather, how could you do? Never forgive the bastard. That's where I was at the time. Mm. Yeah. And she said, no, I forgive him. I said, why do you forgive him? You know what I do for a living? I said, yeah, your social work. You know what I do? I work in the rape hotline. Mm. If it wasn't for him doing that, mm. then I wouldn't have helped the hundreds of girls or thousands would be helped for this. Yeah. Now, how could you come to that conclusion? Because enough energy was going through the system that when her observer observed the energy in the past, it observed with different eyes. And with enough energy, it sees the gift. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just an energy level. And what happened with that, the spine changes posture. Mm -hmm. If you're like this, you have certain thoughts, this, other thoughts, this. Because the shape, position, tension of your body and your posture and your spine is related to the shape, position, tension in your life. It changes your observer, mm -hmm. your mood. And that's all energy dependent. But that wasn't the biggest part. Mm -hmm. And you ask what helped me understand things, see things. She came in a couple of visits later and she told me that the night that she realized she forgave her father, stepfather. He called her that night. Mm. Had this program 16 years. He tracked her down, said, you've been in my mind this past week while she's in care with me. Mm. And as the energy in her body was being different, she still had energy connection to the, the object, consciously, unconsciously of what she was pushing away. So she's still in relationship with it. Now as the energy information started moving through her body and started doing things coming towards a resolution of the energy that was not able to be experienced, he was somehow feeling it. Mm -hmm. And he apologized the first time in 16 years. Mm. And he started realizing that the observer and the object of observation in the body, in your thoughts or whatever it is, are connected. Mm -hmm. And by you being more well, more energized, more resourceful, you impact whatever you observe or think about or remember. Recall, and we're always blessing or cursing people every moment. Mm -hmm. So epigenetics, I'm Epistein. Epigenetics is a conscious and ecological use of energy and information produced extraordinary. If you don't do extraordinary, I'm not your man. If you want extraordinary, there aren't too many places to go. Mm. But extraordinary means you can have to see the commonly unseen, feel the commonly unfelt, hear the commonly unheard, and be your commonly un-you. Mm. A different you than you. You have to be. It got to be a different you. And your old life is going to have to fall out of place. Your new one's got to begin. Mm -hmm. People who want that, who are seeking that in life, we have a great conversation, a great experience. Yeah. Otherwise, if you want to be more comfortable and live the life you had before, that's okay. The life you had before will ferment within you and around you. Yeah. And then eventually you're going to seek more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the question is, are you going to wait to seek more till later or are you going to, uh, till later till you had enough pain and know there's more than what you think? Mm -hmm. You jump up and say, I claim it now. Yeah. One other quick story. This man came to me. This man came to me and uh, these women used to come to my office and three women and their friends on the way to Long Island before they went to the tennis pro tennis match. Mm -hmm. They'll come to see me. And I started noticing that each time, you know, there's more stress in your body since the last time they figured it out. They were with their husband intimately each time afterwards. And I noticed that. They said, hey, you know what? They told husbands, you know, we're closing shop until you start getting 
more holy yourself because I'm intimate with you and it's affecting me. Wait, sorry, I'm confused. So the couples were coming to you? No, three women came to me. Uh-huh. And after I took care of them, on different days, I said, what happened? You're not as vibrant alive. You spun all the stories. Hmm. You know, I thought about it and I said, each time I said, like third or fourth time, it was the husband intimate before that. Mm. So they said that the intimate connection somehow was not supporting who they were. Mm. So they told her shop was closed. The husband started talking about it. And they said, we're not going to open shop for intimacy with you until you start getting care. So you could be in alignment with your authentic self. Okay. Now, so the guys start coming in care. I think a couple of them come in and say, tell me wife was in twice today. <laughs> okay. So, so they're doing great. The third guy was really a challenge. He waited, he waited a few weeks to come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's his tolerance level there. And he came in not happy. But this was a miserable, nasty, nasty man. Mm. So he comes to the office, give an example. I used to take care of babies right after they, soon after they were born, right after lunch. The mothers would bring, uh, they would take care of families first. They would come in and uh, they said that, uh, he one time said to mother, bring babies. Oh, no, we don't need more children in the world. Someone please put a plastic bag on the head down. That's the nasty. What? This man said that? Yeah, that's nasty. Oh, and my. every time he took care of him, he said, Doc, it still hurts in my back. And he was getting improved in every way. He was even trying to tell jokes. They weren't funny, but they were an attempt. Mm-hmm. Then one day he came in to ask if he could do magic tricks for the kids. Wow. Before they came in. Okay, mm-hmm. Totally different personality because energy was moving. He had different ways of experiencing life and behavior and acting. Mm. Again, this is all what led me to understand how systems grow, not just people, mm-hmm. and not just for health. And I asked a friend of mine, how do I convince someone who I don't know is getting well? All he says is pain still is there. He has a great sense of humor. He's becoming friendly. Mm. He's not nasty. He's playful. All the indicators that show he's getting better. What? Does he have children? He said, yeah, he's a kid. Is your kid in care? Yeah. How old is 10 years old? While the father said, ask the kid what he likes best about dad since he's healthier now. Mm. He said, Tommy, what do you like best about daddy since he's getting the care? So he had a baseball cap on. He takes it off, picks it like this. He thinks for a while. He says, you know, what I like best about daddy? He stopped hitting me. Wow. And he stopped punching mommy in the face. Oh, my. Wow. I made a decision at that point that health or illness is not about presence or absence of symptoms. Mm. It's about not, have, not having enough energy to organize the information of your body consistent, whether it's made for, so it breaks down. Mm-hmm. Or it's not enough energy for what's next there. Mm. In all levels. Well, that man on history, when he came in, I asked him physical, emotional, chemical stresses. Every emotional thing you put a slash or a DNA doesn't apply. He He bragged to me that when his father died, he didn't even cry. Now cry. Mm -hmm. The boy said that. The father brought the boy to him. He was crying like a baby. The boy was crying like a baby. I could swear it was a Disney moment. You could have seen Bambi jumping outside Mm -hmm. the sunrise. Mm. Yeah. He had to take an action consistent with energy that was authentic to make the change. Mm. These are the things they started realizing about pain in any area of your life. It's an uncomfortable experience 
or circumstance that interrupts your ability to experience the magic and blessings of the moment. Right. What would you say? I mean, these are remarkable stories for people who are having this type of pain, like coming and seeing you. I'm, I was saying about going to your events and seeing network doctors that are all over the place, um, all over the world. But um, is there something that you can say to people now that are suffering a physical or emotional pain yes. of like okay. what to do? And I'm talking about pain, but I'm going to redefine pain. Okay. Okay. You know, it's every time you put, have pain, you put your hands here. Really. Did I? Yeah. Every, every time I talk about pain, I put my hands out there because I see them differently. Okay. Okay. That's right. Okay. So, um, because you want to be in your most energy efficient state. Mm -hmm. That's when the body organizes. Mm -hmm. So it has more energy instantly. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Um, if, listen up on this. If you dial seven, if you uh, text in seven two triple zero, Donny D O N N Y, I will send to you. will send to you a, a detailed video on the meaning of pain. Mm -hmm. That will change your life. Mm -hmm. There are different types of pain, mm -hmm. and this applies to wherever people together in your life, in your relationship. In your business, because it's still your observer observing it into different spheres of your life. Mm -hmm. The first pain is the pain of avoiding pain. That's the easiest to go away. I shouldn't have this. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You should have it because you have it. Mm -hmm. The purpose of pain is to interrupt your life. The purpose of pain and significant disease is to interrupt the life you're living because it's not the life you're meant to live. Yeah. Okay, that's it. It's supposed to. Yeah. So you try to get, get rid of the pain to go back where you were before? Mm. Right. Once we do so ill. Yeah. Most times the pain and disease is part of the cure. Right. It's dropping you down to a low level to downsize your life so you have enough energy. Right. The second type of pain, hopefully you have a chance to have each of these types of pains and quickly so you get the wisdom. The second type of pain is the pain of not being able to manage your circumstance. I can't manage all the things I have to do mm -hmm. or at work or in relationship. Mm -hmm. It's still the same thing. So personal pain relationship pain, organizational business pain is no different. It's still you yeah. observing it in a different plane. Okay. So now. It's meant to be, isn't it, Donnie? Pain, it's a signal. <laughs> what is that, an alarm? Yes. They're in a cool little Airbnb, but okay. I was like, is that a doorbell? Because that's an yes, obnoxious that's right. yes. doorbell. Anyway, so, sorry. And now let's just say about pain. Mm. The third type of pain, the third type of pain is the pain of not making progress fast enough. Mm. Mm, yes, I experienced all of those pains. Right? Yeah. That's a different type of pain. Each one means something else for the type of energy and what has to happen in your life. Yeah. And the fourth pain, which is the most intense, when you start getting... When you, start get, when, you, when you start getting to third and fourth type of pain, most treatments, most surgical drugs don't work because no matter what you do to the physical body, it's not going to make a difference for it. What are they, the fourth and fifth? The third, well, the third and fourth. The third is the pain of not making enough progress. That's why people have the middle life crisis, so to speak. Yep. yep because having, yep. It, it means there must be a change in their identity. You see, up to now, you say, well, my, I want my life circumstance to match my expectations of yep. my mapper model. Yeah. After a while, that doesn't work. Your model, who you are, is a challenge. It's limited because you're more than that. Right. And the last one of all is the most intense one. It's the pain of not giving your gifts or your gifts not being received 
or not receiving another thing as a gift. Mm. You see it as annoyance or interruption or something. Mm. That's a spiritual nature. I've identified each type of pain, which type of organizing wisdom or intelligence or conscience associated with how it shows the body in your life. And really from that, what has to be addressed to energize yourself more to live a more full life consistent with your authentic nature where life effortlessly happens effortlessly. Mm. If there's effort, it's not happening. There's no effort in it's making been, a baby. There's no effort. No, it, making a baby come out, there is. Oh, the alarm's going off again. Yeah, I have good. a quick question then. So I uh, recently, I want there to be no effort, but I've realized I've been in this mm. low energy state. I've not wanted to do anything. I've not cared about anything. Just ignore the alarm, guys. I'm not caring about anything. Um, but then it's taken me to be like, I guess it's making that choice. It's like. I'm tired of this. Just get out of this funk and do something. And it's and I have to actively try and push myself to take the action. Well, to and, get and, out of that. Well, that's because you're not. That's because for you, if you experience anything in here, mm. there's never an energy. You must get out of yourself to do it. Yeah. And once you've, I've had people who've been cancering. They experience the cancer in their body. The next thing they looked at it from outside, the cancer was gone the next day. Two mm. days later, back forth. It's not about any disease. It's no matter what it is. If you have more energy, the body works better. It's simple. Yeah. Life works better. The key thing of all to learn so be true. Know your energetic nature. And that's what epigenetics is all about. Help people know the nature personally, in business, in relationship, and then accessing the right type of energy mm. for the organizing wisdom to make the difference. And then mm. it's a whole different world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you, Donnie. Thank I'm gonna you. I'm gonna wrap that up there. Um, I have been very lucky to have another um, entrainment with Donnie, which I will post as well because it's fascinating. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for talking to me. Thank you guys for being on the call. Sorry okay, I didn't get you. to interact with you as much, um, but it's just always fascinating talking to this man. I'll be back on Thursday to have more of a one-on-one chat with you. So join me at 10 a.m. and uh, I'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Uplifting Content Podcast with me, Ioni Butler. I record these episodes live on the Uplifting Content Facebook page every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. So if you want to be part of the conversation, join our Facebook Live to share your thoughts and questions. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you get updated with the latest episodes twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes. It really helps us to reach more people and more listeners. So once you've done a review, email us a screenshot of your review to info at upliftingcontent.com and we will send you a special gift to say thank you. Lastly, the only way that you'll ever get notified from me is if you sign up for my weekly-ish email, which will have information about all our giveaways, what I'm up to, who's coming up on the interviews, just all the good stuff that you don't want to miss. So that's it. We'll have links to all that information in the show notes, and I look forward to hearing from you and seeing you on the lives perhaps soon. Bye.